Sam last night at like midnight or some shit I'm like hey I have shit I gotta get done so let's do another fucking bleach done quick and honestly knowing us it's gonna be the same fucking length every episode is because every time we try to go quicker or like slower it always ends up being the same fucking length or around there but we're starting to record immediately instead of 25 minutes later Yes, uh, that that is the primary difference. The uh, energy this time is that uh, approximately two hours ago, uh, Sam sent a video titled All of FNAF Lore Explained to the chat, and I have not clicked it because I already know all the Five Nights at Freddy's lore, unfortunately, or fortunately. I don't really know. It's just kind of things that live in my brain. I think you should click that video regardless, because it's not what you think it is. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm clicking it now just to... Okay, it is 45 seconds long. Oh, yeah, nope, that... Okay. Oh, yep, mm mm-hmm. There's a lot happening. This is terrible radio. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. That's a lot of guys getting ate. Well, you know, it's FNAF lore. It is FNAF lore. Oh, I'm glad they included Lefty. It's all of FNAF lore. <laughs> explained. It, it's very explained. I, I feel like I understand more than I ever did. Oh, I'm glad Afton's coming back. Thank God. Okay, that was a pretty good 45 seconds. Thank you. Thank you for this. I This is what I needed. Uh, it's what I got. I'm running on like four hours of sleep because I... Um, I, I didn't get too bad until like around 5, which would have been plenty of sleep for me. Like 6, maybe 7 hours, that would have been fine for me. Uh, however, 
it was at this point when I began to close my eyes and drift off to the wonderful slumberland that every animal in the house decided, now is my time, and made as much noise as possible. Uh, <laughs> so I did not actually get to sleep until like 7 a.m. Oof. Oof. Indeed. Uh, I, I would be remiss... Uh, is that the word? I don't fucking know. Words, words are hard. Uh, not to mention that this is episode 69 of Bleachcast, and you would expect me to say nice here, probably, but I, I think we're above such things. I, I think we've never said anything dumb or raunchy on this podcast, so I, I think I'm just gonna let that one slide by. What podcast have you been listening to? I don't know. Uh, I mean, mostly, like, shut up and sit down. Not... Like, I, I, I listen to this enough when I edit. But, uh... Yes. Anyway. You are listening to It'll Wash Out, a Bleach Rewatch podcast. I'm your co-host, Senna. And I'm your co-host, Sam. Uh, and I'm gonna stop wasting time and getting right into it uh, with the greatest episode known to mankind. Episode 132. Hitsugaya. Karin and soccer ball. Our three heroes, they're all here. They're all here. Everybody's here. Karin walks solemnly with a soccer ball in a net, thinking of what dangerous activities her brother must be getting up to. She kicks the net in frustration, breaking it and releasing the ball, sending it falling downstairs into the road. Thankfully, Hitsugaya stops it and stares intently at the ball, before telling Karin to be more careful in kicking the ball back to him. And I kicking love that. the ball back to her. I, not him. That they're yes. Go yes. on. <laughs> I love that Hitsugaya not only stops the soccer ball, but he does it in the cool guy soccer way, where he because yeah. he stops the ball and then he like does a, a quick little flip to like kick it up into the air so he can grab it in his hand. Any time Hitsugaya interacts with the soccer ball in this episode, he has to do it in the sickest way possible like hitsuke in this episode is absolutely the sports movie exchange student who's too cool for the team but also secretly was part of the national team two years ago yes 100 percent uh he he plays with this ball like it's nothing yeah uh probably because his guy likely has like you know 10 times the abilities of a human body or whatever uh, <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure that isn't that's helping and also potentially unfair if were he to actually engage in any sort of competition might be entirely unfair because he's like a hundred years old and also super powered might be who knows i'm certain we'll never find out thankfully he would never do that (laughs) absolutely not he would never do this twice (laughs) before karin can process what happened hits a guy is gone as it turns out, uh, some middle schoolers are using the field that Karin's team practices at, uh, even though it's her team's turn. Her group asks to use the field, but the middle schoolers are extremely rude and tell them to use the empty area on the side. They aren't that serious about soccer anyways. Karin argues, telling them to follow the rules, and the middle schoolers are like, But you don't need it. You're just grade schoolers. The argument continues into the sunset, and a rivalry is born. 
with the middle schoolers challenging Karin's team to a game, and, much to the bewilderment of her team, she agrees. One of the middle schoolers says if they lose, he'll make them eat spaghetti through their noses. The date is set for next Saturday, and her team asks Karin what exactly she plans to do. She says they just have to win, and one of them suggests they get Ichigo's help. Knowing what he must be up to, she lies and says he's on a trip right now, but she'll look for someone else. I do love that they're like, okay, we're grade schoolers going up against middle schoolers, so it's okay to tag in a high schooler, right? <laughs> Your brother looks like he's pretty good at sports. <laughs> they're, they're just like, yeah, no, this is going to even things out. It's fine. We If we get a high schooler, I'm, I'm sure the middle schoolers will have nothing rude to say about it, and we'll be fine. As the team continues to walk, Karin spots Hitsugaya sitting on a railing. She greets him and thanks him for getting her ball back, before asking what school he goes to. Toshiro is just like, I don't go to any school. What are you talking about? And then Karin just like kind of ignores this and brings the subject back to soccer, insisting that Hitsugaya can play. And he just kind of goes, who knows if I can play? Before Karin asks him to play with them. Her friends assume he's dangerous or, like, a delinquent or something, and one of them calls him short, which angers the small lad, of course. Toshiro walks away in silence, leading Karin to kick the ball at him, and instinctively, he does a fucking sick backflip and kicks it right back into one of her friends' faces. Uh, he tusks himself off, and then everyone cheers for how cool he is before asking for his name and about his silver hair, which he must have dyed. Including the guy who still has an imprint of a soccer ball on his face. Yeah, which no, I thought it's, was a really good touch. <laughs> it's it's incredibly good. I, I was so into this. Uh, I My favorite thing about this episode is that Hitsugaya gives, like, nothing but non-committal answers throughout the entire thing, basically. Yeah, he's just like, I'm trying to not get involved with living people. Why Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> he's trying so hard. Uh, he gets a hollow notification and notices that Karin seems to sense something, too. He runs off, saying that he can't help, but one of the kids tells him to come to practice tomorrow anyway. The next day in the park, the team is dejected since Hitsugaya hasn't shown up, but Karin decides to go looking for him. Melancholic Bleach Music MP3 plays, and she finds him on the same railing as yesterday. She asks why he didn't come to practice, and he says he never agreed to help them. He doesn't have the time. Karin's like, what could a grade schooler be so busy with? And he's just like, shut up. And why did you come here? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Karin asks why he comes to this railing and asks if he lives nearby. He's like, not really. It's just because I can see the sky clearly from here. And then we get a flashback to his childhood when he was eating watermelon, and Hinamori refused to call him by his last name until he was a soul reaper. He's like, I'll never do that, and then we cut back to present day with him saying the sky brings back memories. Karin asks how old he really is, and Toshiro says it's none of her concern. Cause she's like, what do you- it brings back memories, what are you, a fuck? what are you, an old man? Like, what's wrong yeah? with you? It, 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 it's a pretty solid interaction. I'm really glad that the flashback was, like, completely nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, 100%. So, his pager goes off, and he begins to run off, but Karin stops him, telling him that she senses something bad in that direction. 
Toshiro opens his pager again, and the Hollow has already been defeated. Uh, Karin's like, well, will you come to practice tomorrow? And he just goes, who knows? The next day, he watches the team practice from a rooftop, and Rongiku shows up with the one really bad part of this episode. Uh, and asks if he's stalking someone. He says no, there's just something he's curious about. And in the grossest fucking joke they could have gone for here, Rangiku notices him watching Karin and asks if he's interested in a girl from the world of the living, which frustrates Hitsugaya, insisting that that is not it. And it's a bad joke, guys, because Karin's a fucking child. Yeah, like, Rangiku is clearly, like, treating him also as a child in Disattraction. Yeah. But Hitsugaya himself keeps being like, I'm not a child, guys. I'm, I'm not a kid. I just look like one. I've been alive for, like, over a hundred years. Fuck you. Yeah, it, it, it's just, like, I would have less problem with this joke were it not literally Rangiku. Like, e- even though, like, it's clear she's just fucking with Hitsugaya, like, I would have less problem with it if it wasn't her, like, literally suggesting he is interested in a child. And, I don't know, it just it just read wrong. I, I literally, like, as I was taking notes, I paused the episode on the line before, and I'm like, this joke better not be going where I think it's going. And then it did, and I was like, okay. Thanks, Bleach. Uh, Hitsugaya leaves. It's game time now, and the team is scared, since Hitsugaya never showed up. But Karin insists that they must go through with the game. Karin is almost immediately injured, but she refuses to give up. The middle schoolers are thrashing them. It's not even really a contest. Uh, Karin insists she's alright, even though uh, even though she's like literally in tears. But in the distance, a lone, not grade schooler, walks to the field. Karin calls for a timeout, telling him he's late, and Hitsugaya says he never made any promises. The middle schoolers ask what's going on, and Karin is like, it's time for our counterattack. The middle schoolers scoff at this, and Hitsugaya is like, um, I didn't come here to play soccer. Before noticing that Karin is hurt, and he like, uh, immediately changes his tune with no argument, saying that they just have to win, right? Yeah, because at first he's like, listen, I just showed up to be like moral support or whatever, I I wasn't planning on doing any, like, actually doing anything. But then he realizes that Karin's hurt and has still been playing for most of the game, so he's like... Oh god, fine. <laughs> he's he's doing the reluctant good guy bit and I, I'm I'm into it. Like I'm glad he's here. Um <laughs> Uh so immediately, literally the second he joins the game, he's just out here making absolutely ludicrous plays, outpacing all the middle schoolers and overpowering the goalie. All while a new version of number one plays with like sig violin and everything, and it's great. I I love it. It's really good. I hope it plays more. I hope it plays more often because it's really fun. Yeah, no, it's really good. I really like it. Um, it, it is so funny. It is so funny watching him just fucking clown on these middle schoolers. It it like starts playing like math equations. While he's, like, doing this, too, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. Well, no, it's it's showing the score going up from 0-4 to 1-4, oh, yeah. 2-4, he, t- yeah. he ties up the game, basically. Yeah, that makes more sense. I was just tired last night. 
So, you know, that happens where I just see the score with the fucking hyphen in between them and go, oh, yeah, math. And I just did not process. It's, it's math time. It's Pizza math guy time. is using super math to figure out exactly where to shoot the ball. <laughs> That's what I assumed. And, you know, I would have been into it. I would have been into it. <laughs> Karin tells him to put in the goal one last time as the game nears its end. But he passes to her, saying that it's her team. Karin scores the last goal and wins the game, and the kids all cheer. Uh, Karin goes to thank Toshiro, but he says she's the one who made the winning goal, before changing the subject to ask her something. Just as he's about to ask, a crack opens in the sky, and a huge hollow appears. Uh, with both Toshiro and Karin noticing it, of course. Uh, he tells her to run... And she says she can't just stand by and let the hollow hurt her friends. She kicks the ball at it, doing nothing. And then, in full captain's garb, Hitsugaya stops its fist from crashing into Karin. She puts together that he's a soul reaper at this point, And Hitsugaya cuts off the hollow's arm, telling it that while he's in the world of the living, it stands no chance. He kills it before it can pull out a sarrow, and he walks to Karin, asking if she's okay. The rest of the kids are okay too. And Karin mentions the uniform. Uh, it's at this point that Toshiro is like, Yeah, I kind of figured you had strong spiritual power, but I didn't expect you to ever see me in this form. And Karin's like, Well, if you're a soul reaper, then you probably know where my brother is. And he's like, How do you know about soul reapers? <laughs> he's like, Wait, hold on. <laughs> Who the fuck told you about this? It's so good. I love this interaction. Uh, and she's like, oh, um, my brother is a soul reaper. You might know him. His name is Ichigo Kurosaki. And he's like, your brother is Ichigo? <laughs> and he says he doesn't know where Ichigo is, which disappoints her. But he continues to say that Ichigo's probably off getting stronger and he isn't the type to give up no matter what. So, you know, don't worry about it, or whatever. And Karin's like, wow, you're so right, and wipes the tears from her eyes. And then Rongiku shows up. Karin asks if she's a Soul Reaper too, and Hitsugaya's like, yeah, she's my subordinate, before telling Rongiku that she's late. Uh, Rongiku asks about Karin, and Hitsugaya explains she's Ichigo's sister. Rongiku's like, wow, and introduces herself as Hitsugaya's lieutenant, and Karin's like, wow, you really are a captain. You're so cool, Toshiro, even though you're a grade schooler, before patting his head, which of course infuriates Hitsugaya, and Rongiku laughs a lot, and then the episode just ends. This is a really good episode. Like, there's not a ton to say about this episode. It's just like, hey, we did a sports movie, and we put it in Bleach with characters from Bleach, and that's... That's kind of it. But also, like, Hitsugai is just really likable throughout this entire thing. It's, they they do the sports movie bit, like, pretty well. They speedrun it, but they do it well, so it's yeah. fun and interesting. And, uh, yeah, he even lets, uh, Car he lets Karen get, like, the, the winning goal. Just yeah. really fun episode. Like, a lot better than I was expecting, knowing that this was filler. Yeah, no, 100%. I was expecting you to be bored out of my mind watching this in the next episode. Uh, just because, like, the filler we have gotten in the past few weeks has not been great. Uh, but both 
both of these episodes I had a, a pretty fun time with. I, I enjoyed both of these uh, quite a bit. Uh, and, like, really the only thing detracting from this episode is that one kind of off-color joke that I just was not into and I don't see a reason that should have been in the episode because otherwise the episode is just a lot of fun really good filler episode yeah just top tier filler we also have a new ending this time uh which is die die um i don't i don't know what band did it i uh i i did not do my research um i'm looking up die die bleach uh by chat monchi I, I I guess it's probably how you pronounce that. I don't know. Um, but it, it's... The song is solid. Uh, I don't mind the song. Uh, I think the ending, like, animation is just okay, though. Yeah, it's like, unlike the previous couple, I'm probably not... Usually I watch through, you know, I'm, I'm taking notes, so I'm, most, I'm only, like, a third watching... But usually I kind of, like, let it run through until it hits the post-credits scenes. Uh, probably gonna probably gonna skip this one. Probably gonna skip this one a couple of times. Yeah, like, it, it's not bad. It, it's, like, a pretty solid song. It's just, it's no, like, Sumisaki. It's, it's... It's a solid it, okay. Yeah. 100%. What was the post-credits bit this time, Sam? So the post-credits bit this time is... It's more Okonomiyaki time with the with the Vizard. <laughs> and Ichigo's like, ah, oh, but I wanted rice. But it's okay, because they also made rice. And he's like, carbs and carbs. That's that's kind of weird, don't you think? Like you're making you're making rice to go with your pancakes, and they say, no, nah, you need carbs to live. It's fine. Carbs and carbs and carbs and carbs. It's good. It's good for you. It was it was an all right bit. Like I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't like lose my shit, but it was it was all right. Like the ending, it was a solid okay. One hundred percent. Well, that about does it for that episode. So let's cut to break. Let's cut to break. Let's get right back into it with episode 133, Ikaku, the hot-blooded kendo tail. <laughs> Which, honestly, this episode already- I know this is the first week of the new season. This episode is in the running for my favorite episode of the season. <laughs> yeah, no, it's incredibly good. I love this episode. Um, I don't mention it a ton during my, uh, my summary, but just- there is so much really cool and interesting animation happening in this episode. Uh, I com I completely forgot, or rather, I had too much stuff to do today, so I didn't have time to look it up. But I really wonder if they ha if they brought in like a guest director or guest storyboarder because there's this episode is wild. There's a ton of stuff happening that's like it just doesn't look like most of Bleach, and it ends up really working for the stuff that they're trying to say. Yeah, like, it's not, like, throughout the whole episode. Like, there is a good chunk of the episode that is just Bleach. But there are, like, parts of the episode where, like, the lines are, like, thicker or they do shading different. And it just, it looks really cool. I like it. Yeah, well, and even in the parts where it just looks like Bleach, um, there's a lot of expressions or, like, head shapes that you don't usually see. Yeah, 100%. 
Or maybe it's just because we never get Ikaku episodes. I guess that's also a factor, because I... This is an Ikaku episode done right. Yeah. So, the episode begins with Keigo's sister, Mizuho, being shocked that the kendo club at her school is covered in injuries. They got attacked by a rival kendo club to win the... Like, they basically showed up and they were like, Hey, we're the kendo club from such and such rival school. We're gonna beat the shit out of you because we want to win the regional tournament. Curse you, Kote Academy! (laughs) So, all the starters of the kendo club had to... They basically stayed behind and fought against Kote Academy so that the freshmen could, you know, make it to safety. Which, you know what? Fair. Like, that's a really cool move on their part. Unfortunately, all the starters are injured, so none. So now they're all thinking of, okay, well, the, thir- the tournament's in a month, and we're not going to be healed, so we're just going to bow, bow out of the tournament. Like, we can't, we can't win because all of us are too hurt to practice, and we don't even know if we're going to be, like, healed enough to actually participate anyway. Mizuho is absolutely not going to hear this. <laughs> 100% not. Yeah, so she's like, actually, you know what? I'm gonna set up a friendly match between uh, between the two schools so that y'all can beat the shit out of them and then have momentum to go into the regionals. <laughs> and all the kendo goers are like, did you miss the part where we said we're too wounded? <laughs> Most of us are wearing casts or have our arms in slings. She's like, nonsense, nonsense. I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> She's like, okay, but all the first years are fine. You're going to avenge your upper cla- your your upper classmates. <laughs> it's incredibly good. Ten out of ten beginning to an episode. I love it. We cut immediately to a nervous Keigo who's brought along a bored Yumichika and a fierce looking Ikaku who is already wearing the kendo the kendo gear. Keigo tries to tell Ikaku that it's a bad idea to get wrapped up in his sister's schemes, and she responds by knocking him into a window. <laughs> Where he spends the rest of the scene just being, like, face-first in that window in the background element. <laughs> it's, you know it's gonna be a good episode when Keigo's presence adds to it? Because, like, there is sometimes when Keigo's around, it's like, okay, Keigo. But then there's sometimes when Keigo's in it, you're like, okay, Keigo! And it's, it's, this is one of the, the latter episodes, for sure. See, it's a, it's a really simple math equation. Keigo plus his sister and Ikaku, fun goofs. Keigo plus literally any other female character in the show, really annoying. 100%. That's exactly it. Ta- uh, you you've nailed it down. That that is the equation. We've we've solved bleach. Everybody, you can go home. So at this point, Mizuho explains the situation. She's like, "Darling, you look so good. You look like a man's man. Please train the kendo club." And Ikaku at first is skeptical, but one of the first years has determination in his eyes, and he asks to be made a real man. And seeing the look in his eyes, Ikaku agrees to train all of them. Yumichika says. F this, I have better things to do with my time, I'm not getting involved, and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yumichika's just like, alright honey, well, I'll see you for dinner, bye. <laughs> the training begins, and it's dragging carts filled with rocks, doing squat jumps up huge staircases, being suspended by a rope upside down and performing their sword swings. They're, they even have a bit where they kneel in Seiza with, like, pickling stones on their thighs. And Kego is just watching all of this in horror, and he's like, what the fuck does any of this have to do, has to do with Kendo? 
honestly. Uh, and meanwhile, Mizuho is just like, Darling is doing such great work. <laughs> of course. It's it's incredibly funny. I, I love all these training bits. I think it's incredibly good. Ikaku asks the first years if they can still go on at some point, and... The only one with, like, determined eyes is the one who, like, gets up and he get- has a match with him. He gets knocked down t- once, twice, and then he just says, hey, I can't give up until I'm strong enough pr- pr- to protect my upperclassmen. And Ikaku just tells him, like, you've got to attack the openings. But Ikaku, you don't have any openings. Don't worry, <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep doing this until you find one. It's, it's okay, you'll get better. <laughs> it It's just, like... Playing fighting games with somebody who's way better than you. It's exactly that. Yeah, just read my get-up option. And it's like, but... <laughs> don't worry, you'll get a feel for it after I beat you 50-0. to zero. It's fine, just, you know, make sure you don't give me any openings when I wake up, you know? Just use some Oki. Get in there. You, you, you can do- you know Oki, right? You know Oki's MA. So later, as he's rinsing off, Keigo asks Akaku why he's into this whole training deal, and Ikaku just says, it's fun. Period. Like, it's it's fun. It's been a while since he saw the look of that kid's eyes. Someone desperate to get stronger. Later, we realize that, whoops, it looks like Ikaku's training was too harsh, because all of the first years are even more injured than their senpai. <laughs> uh, Mizuho is not happy. Not happy one bit. She really doesn't want to lose face on this stupid match that she set up for revenge in the first place. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, everyone's just like, here's a reasonable re- like, here's a reasonable reason why we cannot go through with this. And Vizuho's like, no, no, this can't be. I'm gonna look like an idiot because I'm the one who asked for the match. <laughs> it's so funny. It's- it's incredibly good. It's- it- it- it's just- every part of this is great. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, just queen of comedy. <laughs> Fucking love her. So Ikaku's like, eh, fuck it. I'm me and my friends are just gonna take part in the match, and Keigo's like light bulb like lights up because he's like Fucking did, that was your goal all along. Ikaku just wanted to participate in the match. <laughs> so Ikaku asks if any of the first years will fight with them. The one with the determined eyes steps up. Fantastic, great. That that means they only need to find three more. Ikaku is like, don't worry. I'm going to ask my friends if we can get three more pinch hitters. Small problem with that. Ikaku has exactly two friends in the human world, and neither of them want to do this. <laughs> he, like, gets them up on, like, a rooftop, and he's, like, prepared to ask them. And they are both like, eh, No. <laughs> They're like, we know exactly what you're going to ask us, and the answer is no, because um, the kendo gear you're wearing smells like shit. It reeks of sweat. You know that, like, generational sweat that gets into, like, school gear? That. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is a funk in this equipment that is never going to leave the equipment. So that evening, Ikaku, the first year, and Keigo are walking home. And he chastises the first year because he's running away and he talks about running away and eventually, and you know, eventually he's just like, don't worry about the empty spots. I'll, I'll figure it out. Keigo asks if he's going to make friends and Ikaku is just like, the f- are you stupid? What are you talking about? Why would you ever assume that of me? 
the next day, Hitsugaya is asking, hey, why the hell am I wearing this kendo gear? <laughs> you told me it was imperative that I showed up wearing this gear, and, like, it was basically, like, a life-threatening situation. Why the fuck am I here? It, it is... This this bit got me so hard. Ikaku tries to bribe him with sweets, which is really good. <laughs> and then toys, like, you know, like, slingshots and stuff. My, my favorite part is the box filled with toys just straight up has a gun in it. And, like, I'm, assume, I'm assuming it's, like, a children's toy that's supposed to look like a gun. But at first I was just like, why is there a pistol in this box? Yeah, just various toy weapons for ch- for children. And Hitsuka is like, you're treating me like a grade schooler, aren't you, you piece of shit? <laughs> he is not appeased by either of the bribes. The face he makes here is glorious. Yeah, we get a really quick gag about Ikaku thinking about... Well, they mentioned that the gear that Toshiro is wearing is from the first year kids, like, little brother. So it's great. It's literally grade school or kendo gear. And Ikaku is thinking of this, like, crayon drawing representation of Hitsugaya who's going around being a delinquent and has snot (laughs) drooling from his (laughs) nose. Just being a shitty little snot-nosed brat, literally. And then we get the greatest face in the history of Toshiro Hitsugaya, where he's like, what the fuck are you thinking about? Do not call- do not dare imply that I am a great schooler in this mixed company. <laughs> I I will end you. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I, I adore this bit. Renji shows up as well, mostly because Urahara has been bribed with sweets. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, you and Sato have to go to school. You and Chad have to show up. Uh, Chad does not show up because Chad does not accept bribery. <laughs> Chad is honorable. Thank, thank you, Chad, for having some honor. Thank you, Renji, for showing up. <laughs> Although if Ikaku had just said, hey, Chad, I'm doing this for the honor of your high school like classmates, maybe he would have had a chance. <laughs> maybe. It's possible. So at this point, Ikaku, like, once more begs Rangiku, who still- Nope, you still stink. Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, and he's, le- he's left with the last resort. Keigo. <laughs> so now, their team is full, and there's three Shinigami on the team, so if all three of them win their set- their, If all three of them win their rounds, they'll win the match. Uh, so, so the la- the first year is set up as being the semifinals match. So that way- it, like, basically, Ikaku plans planned all this out so that Keigo is automatically going to lose. The two Shinigami are going to win, obviously. And then it's going to come up to the first year. If the first year loses, Ikaku still wins. No problem. If the first year wins, then he actually managed to, like, be the one who saved his club's honor. You know, kind of like how Hitsugaya gave the ball to Karin. Yes. <laughs> Which... It's a good, like, both of them are thinking, hey, this is your, like, I'm here to help, and I'm going to put you on equal grounds and put you in a position to win, but you have to be the one that actually wins. At at least that's what's implied that, like, Ikaku's thinking here for the time being. Yeah, well, it's it's what he says. It is what, there's there's other stuff that also happens. Um, Yes. So, the first round happens, Hitsugaya takes the point easily. Second round happens, and Kogo, Kego uses his god-given gift of running away to escape being hurt. 
But eventually he's tracked down and slapped in the head. So he loses. Renji takes the next point. And then a holo shows up. So all of the Shinigami have to pop out of their gigai and leave to go fight a Menos. W- worth stating that the animation style here changes, like, whenever they enter a match to, like, this cloudy field. And it's really good. It's, like, the use of, like, grays and blacks here is, like, really, really solid. And I just, I really like the way these these parts look. Yeah, it's like, like, every time they do a round of kendo, it swaps to, like, here's this iconic, like, samurai duel look. But also, just the animation of the, of the kendo itself is really fucking good. <laughs> yes, 100%. I, I really liked it. Like, even earlier when Ikaku was doing the training, there was a bit where he just dodges a move and slaps the kid's uh, wrist, and it looks fucking glorious. So, at this point, in the with all of the Gigai, it's like, okay, well, we've got all the Gigai doing their fucked up, like, their wacky personalities. Yubichika's Gigai is really angry. Rangiku's Gigai is super horny and, like, really glad that there's a bunch of men in the room. Uh, Ikaku's Gigai is scared. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I, I'm happy to see these Gigai personalities except Rangikus, uh, and you know, I, I like I like these guys, I think they're funny. Yeah, so Shinji, and I, I mentioned his name here because I think this is the first point in the anime that, I think it's the first point in the episode where they say his name? I think you're right, I think you're right. Um... Uh, so Shinji starts fighting the uh, the upperclassmen from the other, you know, the vice captain of the kendo club from the other school. And while he's doing this, the Menos is easily dispatched, but it's going to take a while for them to, like, actually get back to the gymnasium. So Shinji's fighting, he's doing his best, but Keigo's telling him, hey, it's okay, you can run away. Uh, all of his upperclassmen are also saying, like, listen, like, you don't have to push yourself so hard it's fine if you lose like it's okay but shinji says fuck that i'm gonna be a man i'm the one who's gonna do this for the kendo club and he does he he gets the point he wins the match just at the same time as ikaku who himself had been like running back as like hey if you're gonna lose like make sure you don't lose before i get there because you know and it's like it's like a cool it's a really cool moment uh but ikaku does show up and he's like okay sweet we won our team wins when is it my turn to do kendo? <laughs> and the judge is like, no, your team won. It's over. You don't get a turn. So he beats up the official. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he starts yelling about where the enemy captain is. And Mizuho, always helpful, says, here he is, that nasty man who dumped me a while ago. <laughs> It is at this point in the episode that you realize both Ikaku and Mizuho had their own ulterior motives. (laughs) It is incredibly funny. So Ikaku knocks his toupee off, and then he just starts beating the shit out of the entire team. (laughs) And he just just ends the episode, like, on a... uh, He ends the episode, like, on a pile of bodies, just being like, I'm victorious, I've taken down their captain. And, you know, Mizuho's like swooning over him i love throughout this entire episode how mizuho is like at points literally hanging off of ikaku and he's just completely ignoring her because it's not he has a husband he's not interested top 10 power i was trying to find a way to tie in like no and couple 
together, but Nopal just doesn't sound good. Uh, but I, I love these two. I love their interactions. I love during the massacre of the Kendo Club that the the official is like trying to get I- Ikaku to stop, and he, he's like he starts to like get into this official like due to the actions of the team captain of Karakura High School, I I am forced to wait wait stop it stop <laughs> it's just like it's <laughs> incredibly funny, uh. <laughs> And, you know, I, I, I think what makes this episode so good is that it takes the arc of last episode, refines it a little bit, and then turns the dial up from, like, 10 all the way to Ikaku, and it just, it, 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 it makes it incredibly good. It, it's just a really fun episode all the way through. Yeah, like, this was, again, an episode that I was, like... I mean, I'm excited because it's my boy Yakaku. It's he's gonna have focus, you know. May, and from the name of it, maybe it's it's probably gonna be like another. Maybe it's another sports movie uh, thing, which is great. Uh, but I was still like, okay, but it is a filler, and there's no way we get two incredible filler. But no, I think I like this one even more than the first one. I do like, too. This is this is an episode, probably the episode of Bleach that I've liked the most <laughs> in a while. Yeah. No. Same. <laughs> Like, this isn't to say that, like, every episode of Bleach has been bad, because I I think we have gotten some pretty solid episodes in the past couple months, but, like, this is just one of the most fun episodes we've gotten in a while, and I I think that was kind of what we needed uh, at this time. And also, like, just by virtue of being different, I think it does a good, it does a really good job of, like, okay, well, this... It feels like Bleach, but it's clear it's different enough to give us like a reprieve from Bleach. Like it's characters you love, but it it, it is it is its own thing, and I I think that's what makes it work. Um, I think another thing that like makes it better than the last episode uh, is kind of what I mentioned about like kind of refining and fine tuning like the things about last episode because like in in the last episode like Karin does score the winning goal but it's only after you know Toshiro like kind of does all the work for her and you know like she does score the last goal but it's it's still a deal of she didn't have an arc through that episode you know yeah. Um, whereas Shinji in this episode has a very clear arc of I want to get stronger, and then he does, and it's incredibly simple, but it, it it's more effective because they actually let him have that arc. The time he takes to like fight in Kendo, uh, it it takes longer than Karin sco- scoring a goal. Uh, so it feels more substantial. It, it's just overall better episode. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and then for the post-credit scene, we have Yachiru and Nemu who are watching the results of just having given the group these ridiculous soul candies. Yeah, Yachiru is sitting in like the comfiest chair in the world, and she's like, "Ah, yes, thank you. We will make so much money off of these videos. Thank you, substitute vice chairman." And <laughs> Nemu like blushes happily at the compliment, while Nanao, somewhere in a library, g- just gets like a big shudder. She's like, w- "Is someone trying to replace me? I'm I'm the vice chairman." <laughs> it, it's an all right bit, like definitely better than 
like the last episode's bit, but like it's nothing groundbreaking. I think the best part of it is like the gremlinish grin that uh fuck Yachiru that Yachiru has. She just has this incredible smile that I love so dearly. She is here to cause trouble on purpose. One hundred percent. Uh that about does it for these two episodes. However, uh, as we are still in filler town for a few weeks, uh, I feel we should give a small preview of what's to come. Uh, next week, we will be watching the episodes The Beautiful Patissier, Yumichika, and Kona's Deceived, Rangiku on the Lookout. I have no idea if these episodes are going to continue the quality that these two filler episodes had. I I can only hope. But given that one of them is a Cone episode, I am not not thinking it's going to be as good. But I, I I'm 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 hoping to be proven wrong. Yeah, like I am absolutely hoping that these two episodes are good. But also, the episode title is Con is being deceived, and I'm like. In what ways could he be deceived? Oh no, oh no, oh no. Bleach, please don't go there. Yeah. That's mostly all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> where I'm at. Like, it's a very suspect title. I'm really hoping it doesn't go there. But, uh, it would not surprise me. Uh, alas, the time has come for episode 69 to come to a close. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at BleachCast, and you can find me on Twitter at Lavender underscore Pause. And you can find me at Twitter at SSBSLJ. Once again, thank you as always for listening to the show. Uh, I hope you have a great week. I hope everything goes good for you. Stay cool, Chads, and nice. Don't try to bribe me with toys. <laughs> I just, I, I still can't get over the gun. I, I can't get over the gun. <laughs>